0: 440 440 440 440 440 400, 400, 4, 3 2 1 Danny, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's a positive statement for it. Life, the
1: Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract.
0: Okay, looks like the hairy guy's ready to record. Three, two,
1: one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I
0: hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. Hello
2: and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, so, what's this episode going to be about? Well, um, I'm off work this week and I've been busily editing away and, uh, well, the weather's actually quite nice outside and um, I've been outside a couple of times for sort of, well, medical type things like having my second uh, jab and things like that and uh, it would actually be nice to go out to do something sort of just because, you know. and I was thinking that a, a nice way to get outside would be to hop on the train and go down to Isha, which is only twelve minutes away. And there's there's the Sandown Racecourse one side of the railway station, and on the other side there's um, a common, which uh, al- although um, there are people playing golf there, uh, there's also places to sit and, and to wander, and and uh, there, there are plenty of trees. And I do like a tree i really do um and well i thought i'd take the uh the, the regulars with me um I, I don't know what it is but i have a feeling that some of them want a a private word so i think i might i might do that i might see if i can catch them and and, and, and speak to them all uh as we as we wander around and we enjoy the sun because you know we are allowed to go out now we are we are allowed to mix a bit more so yeah uh, let's see how I do so um, okay well let's run the theme music and when I come back we'll, um, we'll, we'll get on the train and we'll go out for the afternoon and, uh, and I'll do a little bit of detective work and uh, I'll, I'll try and work out why they're all acting rather strangely okay let's run that theme music
3: It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, <gasps> Boss Chandler, the shy Yeti.
0: He's not that shy. Oh, it's shy like
4: Jacob. Yeah. All I wanted was a pie,
0: and then I hatched
5: out for an egg. Okay, bring the mic over.
4: He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to
1: watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? The
0: better boy, He's got all that shy and bright.
1: Shee. <laughs> me, Governor.
2: It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin.
2: It's the Shy Life Podcast.
5: It's positively glowing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Calling out Weybridge, oh,
2: hi, listeners. <laughs> Fersion, Isha, oh, Surbiton, sorry, the lady Hume, speaking.
4: Junction, Foxhall, and London Waterloo. This train has eight
3: carriages. Please mind the gap between.
2: We're just waiting for our train. Uh, as usual, uh, everyone is in a complete panic. Um, and. Uh, Yeah, I think I've managed to get everyone here. I think we're all going to get the train. (sighs) Dear, oh dear.
0: This train is for London Waterloo The
2: next station is Waybridge Hi listeners, we're on the train And uh, yes we're, we're all here But as usual um, Like Podcast outings Tend to be <laughs> Very spread out um, Nobody sits together everyone likes to have their own seat away from the other person everyone's pretending they don't know one another you can imagine it right Um, Ick has a a big floppy hat and a uh, false moustache to disguise him Uh, um, I thought he could shape change but but apparently that's uh, uh, not the look he's going for today So yes, um, we'll be in each year soon enough, and uh, yeah, we'll have a, uh, well, we were going to have a picnic uh, lunch, but I think it's more likely to be a flask of orange squash and some ginger biscuits, but there we go. It's better than not going out at all. So anyway, the sun is out, and uh, it's not raining, so I can't really complain. Hello, listeners, it's me, (laughs) Cromartie. We're on the train. It's quite exciting, actually. I've not been on a train for such a long time. But, uh, yes, I think it would be nice to walk amongst the trees and uh, get a a spot of uh, countryside air. Well, it's kind of countryside air. But uh, I know that, uh, you know, we do occasionally nip over to Eek's spaceship or to Getianko John's magpie hut, but... uh, Yes, I mean, uh, there's usually some reason for it and it'd be nice just to go for, you know, for a little bit of fun, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which reminds me, I, I do need to have a word with Paul at some point, <laughs> yes, uh,
4: yes. Uh, hello, it's me, Martin. Uh, must say the smells of the train and the passing countryside, they uh, are absolutely uh, exquisite, yes. Exquisite. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I do need to have a word with Paul at some point, though.
0: Hello, it's me. It's I hope nobody can tell it's me. I have a disguise on. A big floppy hat and a a false (laughs) moustache. I do need to have a word with Paul at some point, though. Yes. Whoops. Here comes the ticket man.
2: tickets, please. Tickets, please. (laughs) hello hello listeners Um, I'm not really uh, the ticket inspector I'm just winding them up I don't think there are any inspectors on these trains Uh, anyway yes uh, uh, I'm uh, just uh, taking notes it's a long time since we've been out with the gang and uh, I have a plan and uh, you know uh, uh, I think these sorts of details are going to be part of that plan you know it's uh, it's all very uh, it's all very exciting yes very exciting indeed. Uh, we'll be there soon, yes. Oh, 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 oh dear, I need to have a word with Paul. Hi listeners, it's me again. Oh I'm on Isha Station. Um now it's hands very quiet, I know, because no trains are going past. And the regulars are on the opposite platform. No, they're not going home already. Uh they have all decided that they wanted stuff. They wanted uh, things from the sweet shop, chocolate bars, coffees, drinks, and I've, I've come prepared. I've bought uh, grapefruit squash. I don't need uh... anything extra. I will not if I'm going over the bridge, all the way over there, just because they're not prepared. So I'm just waiting here, and uh, then we'll go to the common and hopefully sit by the lake um, but uh, yes I did ask uh, Cromarty for a cup of tea but he didn't seem to mind it's been a bit quiet lately in fact they've all been a bit sort of uh, Martin's been sniffing things but hasn't really been talking about them and well anyway oh. Like uh I can see them coming over the bridge now, so I'll speak to you again uh hopefully when we're either on the way to the lake or when we're at the lake, the pond, the 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 pond, sorry, the pond. (laughs) Hi listeners, I've just discovered that uh, I was the stupid one because although there is an exit which looks like you can get down to the road from the uh, platform I was sitting on it turns out that no it doesn't <laughs> you have to come under an underpass and then go over to the platform where the others are buying coffees and teas and chocolate and sweets oh, dear oh, dear all these years I've lived in this area and I had no idea uh, it just looks like the exit must be right down to the road but no there's a a a roofing um, construction company that uh, prevents you from... uh, which prevents you from just, you know, going down to the area I want to go to. I want to take the others to, so... Um, Never mind, never mind. Um, So, right, OK. I'll go and meet the others now. Oh, dear. I don't know.
1: Hello, listeners, Cuthbert the Robot here. Whilst Mr. Yeti and the gang head for the pond for their picnic, we're going to share with you a conversation between Paul and Nick. It's another of their chats all about the magazine, Look In. This edition is from 1978. Have a listen, it's never so interesting. Enjoy exclamation.
2: Hello again, listeners. Um, we're back for what can only be described as a, a, a fragment of Lookin' or something. It's, it's, it's a small bit of the show, um, 10 20 minutes, where we're talking about random editions of the Lookin' magazine, which, which we've mentioned before on this show and um, I'm going to ask Nick again to to pick another edition to tell us about what's on the pages. Nick, what have you got for us?
3: Hello. Um, I have just done one of... Well, I've just recorded one for 1975. I'm moving forward three years to 1978, but this time, because I can't see the front covers uh, as I'm doing it, uh, and I I haven't been so sad as to memorise the the what's in what issue um i'm actually am going to do one random this time um so 1976 number 13 and here we go uh now in most cases i've got a a memory of uh them uh we have the 25th of march 1978 78 was an interesting year for me because i was throughout it i was uh, 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 albeit as a game I was doing the uh, my series The Magnet Editor um, so I would have been into the third season I think by then um, on the front love, again lavish colour a bright uh, green and Stupot doing the Look In Star Awards um, again look in, uh, Stu Pot very big figure in Lookin, and and by the one time I met him uh, the Look In book uh, which are the best of the 70s had just come out uh, I was thrilled to bits because you know i could i could remember a lot of it and um i got him to sign it and uh he was very interested in the book and i i think he might have went out and bought a copy well, the fact he wasn't presented with a copy i think it's dis- disgraceful <laughs> um page two sabutio the great world's great football game was uh table football which to me was not no it was just as boring as the real thing <laughs> but but it, it you know it was, it was interesting variation but yeah. not that interesting <laughs> um we've got uh yes so benny is still with us uh indeed, indeed i think he went many he ran for many a year because mm. benny ran for many a year <laughs> i'd be interested to know when benny actually stopped i've i have a feeling he was still there when um when when i when I bowed out in eighty, um, they use a copper this time, um, and you know, it's quite still quite fun. I think. Um, it wasn't it wasn't my favourite uh, addition to that, but you know, I, I, was, I still liked it. Um, yes, um, Stu Pot's news desk still there. Uh, there's a bit about Dusty Springfield, um, who I very much doubt I would have heard of back then. So She wasn't having but, hits uh, in seventy
2: eight. She she was re- no. she had she did release she was she release albums already through the 70s even if they weren't necessarily UK successes but what uh, um, yeah. in what context are they referring to her
3: uh, she appears to have an album. Uh, well, yeah, she would have. Done. Uh, so when I first met I with her, she was with a mission to this uh, the other thing is, I like about this, uh, they don't talk down to kids okay. either. No, apparently Dusty had a new album LP. Mm. It begins again.
2: Yes, yes I've heard on of that. The, I think on
3: that the Mercury yeah, label. Yeah, I
2: think um, that has a sort of. There's definitely an album from a, a few years later, which is quite sort of discoy, quite late on. And I, but I think that album is also. Um, an attempt to sort of update her formula to a disco formula but I don't think it was amazingly successful but uh, at least not in the UK but
3: uh. yeah but uh, yeah they also they were obsessed with the idea of doubles in the, and they, they sent um, uh, there's someone they, uh, they sent to the Muppet studios to meet Waldorf they were one of the complaining old men and apparently he looks exactly like him so (laughs) Uh, the pen pal thing again i was very surprised i didn't actually go for that because you know it was sort of thing that would have um interested me and somebody's made a because star wars was enormous at the time they've uh, somebody's made a their own r2d2 which is actually really quite good um but uh football if brian moore's still there uh, grinning away and uh serial regas was is our football um poster for all those who like that sort of thing um the six million dollar man is still with us he's i think he on the telly he was probably into his probably his final season but um and he was in his final year with the with look in but it's uh one i again i remember very well about a missile station which is buried underground and um I Remember being quite taken with that because the, the, the idea of an underground base and uh was something that I was very keen to do, and in fact, probably because it also things opening up in the ground that was very early magnet editor. I think I borrowed a lot from that, and I think um the idea of going back into it and it being a base was the probably. Even though I, I didn't mention this in the book when I did it, I had something to, it was something I incorporated very into Return of Twiddler, which would have been that around that time. So, um, but there we go. Um, wildlife World. There's a bit on Windsor Safari Park. Um, Young Cooks Club, which it has this bunny with a cook's hat. I remember him very well. Uh, again, I wasn't very interested in the. I think I think Jen might have made a few of those. Um, things, but Asterix the Gould is uh, uh, has just got had uh, just had had a book out. Uh, Asterix goodies. He was very big in the seventy. You, you don't hear from him. Uh, don't hear from him at all. <laughs> you don't hear about him at all these days. But he was at the time. He was enormous. I used, yeah, I used to um,
2: Asterix figures, but that was in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, the the Asterix, yeah. Asterix figures were really well made as well. I don't know why. I
3: don't know why all mine have vanished. I would have thought that some would have survived. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but they, nobody seems to talk about him at all these days he had a cartoon and everything yeah, and there, there, was some,
2: there were definitely some movies some live action movies as well much more recently I think But uh, I used to read Asterix and I used to read Tintin uh, at the same sort of time but that would have again been in the 80s yeah um,
3: um, the comic strip uh, the Tomorrow People at the moment yes, yeah, so the Tomorrow People's actually finished I'm just trying to think. I think it came back briefly when, um, uh, not uh, or oh, the the Chinese girl uh, turned up. Uh, it, it, the show, they they brought the picture strip back. I think when she did. And uh, but the, for the time being, we've got Man from Atlantis with uh, Patrick Duffy, again beautifully drawn. Mike Noble, I think, was the the, the drawer. And of course, the resident baddie, who was the resident baddie on the on the telly. Was I forget his name? I just as I think if they mention his name, Mr. Schubert. That's right. Um, Was played by um, Victor Bruno, who was a baddie in Batman as King Tut. Yes, and died at a ridiculously young age. Yes, I mean he was. He was. I've seen
2: him in some. I think he was. I've seen him in some um, uh, wild, Wild 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 West episodes as
0: well.
3: Oh, yeah. Playing buddies. Uh, v- very colourful chap. And uh, yeah, he died in his 40s, I think. He was, I but anyway, yes, a- a- again, I-, I wasn't. I think because Man from Atlantis um, was on at the same time as Doctor Who, so it didn't really. I don't think I ever saw a single episode of it. I just saw some trailers and things like that. It doesn't, didn't really grab me. So um, I don't think I ever really got into it. There's a pop group called Tonight, which I've never heard of. Um, then you get the awards. Yes, Joanna Lumley won one for the New Avengers, which is nice to see. Did the new? Actually, no. Did her and her award last week? The New Avengers. I, 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 I'm not quite sure if it's saying that she won particularly, or the New Avengers won. Mike Holloway and English yeah, da, 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 da. oh, I see. I see. That was last ah right. That was last year's. They were talking about. So, uh, um, let's me see. I Doctor, not sure. Uh, it says Doctor Who shop shop. shot, shot shh, that's the BBC <laughs> um, so yeah it looks like last year they, they in 77 the New Avengers won an award and they're quite quite right too um, but uh, yes uh, that's not, that's rather nice uh, Kevin Keegan won, won uh, Stan Borman won Light Entertainment at least I've heard, oh, of, I, least I I have have heard of Kevin Keegan <laughs> yes yes, baller,
2: yes footballer exactly. I've heard of I've, I've
3: yes heard of i even i even know what he looks like so um yes interesting cast your votes here so uh the the things that were on offer at the time the top drama program were king of the castle which of course we know so it's all very 70 77 rather than 78 but this is only the beginning of 78 so there's with uh king of the castle a bunch of fives which i've seen uh, the first one of follow me which i've heard of but never seen uh, Raven, which I, did, I remember seeing the first two episodes. I've got Raven, but uh, I at the time I only saw the first two episodes. Why, I do not know. It's just It would have been just my cup of tea. The Paper Lads, again... F- sorry, I've
2: But it wasn't Raven along the same lines as Children of the Stones? Or
3: yes, it was written by the same team, mm. which is why I'm surprised I kind of gave up on it after two, because maybe I thought it was going to be scary or something. But <laughs> Anyway, uh, Paper Lads, which was... Uh, written by Ian Ian Cullen, who was in um, the Aztecs. Uh, Midnight is a place which I definitely remember. It's got Simon Gibbs Kent, um, and it's actually been repeated recently on um, the Talking Pictures. Uh, Just William, which I definitely remember. Uh, The Doombolt Chase, which sounds familiar, but I didn't see it. Flockton Flyer, I remember. Ghosts of Motley Hall, I remember warrior queen was one of those things i was aware of but didn't actually see uh top music program get get it together which i don't know Fair, f- fanfare which i don't know mark which i don't know pop quest which i don't know I feel quite <laughs> um light entertainment programs on offer was the magic circle which i think was a a puppet i remember a puppet cat as part of that i could i could, could be mistaken about that sooty potty time uh, run around and Lord Tramp, which was had Hugh Lloyd in it. Uh, uh, there was general magazine programmes, On Your Marks, which sounds vaguely familiar. Uh, Clappable, Extraordinary, which rings a bell. Gene Machine, which I've never heard of. How, of course, which I know. Uh, did, R- RTA covered How. Uh, uh, Magpie, which I remember. Uh, Top Family programmes, uh, Benny Hill Show. Celebrity Squares. George and Mildred, Get Some In, Mind Your Language, Muppet Show, The New Avengers, which is an odd one to stick in there because it's the only one that's not um, a comedy. So, um, Oh no, It's So in Infrogate, uh, Opportunity Knocks, Rising Down, Robin's Nest and Other. Well, apart from Other, I've, I've heard of them all. So <laughs> That was interesting. Uh, I eat my words here that tomorrow people are still with us. There's uh, a story about some robots which I remember I, anything to do with robots I would remember. But um yes, I, I I think that was the last story of its kind. The the aliens are looking just as tacky as they are on the tellies. So. <laughs> uh we have grown a a a new feature with the world of Jerry Anderson, which he's he talks about some of his shows and uh, he's got various um people, you know, sort of on the you know, around that. So um, and there's a picture strip called Star Cruiser, which was also uh, an influence of the Magnus Editor at the time. So, uh, qu- screen quizzes uh, you've got uh, uh, the uh, Kate Bush, um, looks like Peter Sellers, it could be Peter Cook in disguise. Uh, Bob Marley, bless him, is there uh tomorrow a bionic, bionic woman with as well as the bionic man we get beautifully drawn and uh, she's fighting uh, some chinese or uh, japanese uh, kidnappers in a story again I, I remember quite well um but yeah there was they did the series justice i think thin lizzie is in the uh, the pup pinups with the late phil Linet there um Funny to think that you know he sort of ended his days at, in uh, Salisbury Infirmary. Um, again, Doctor on the Go is still there, even though I think Doctor on the Go, I don't think it, uh, it had existed for some time by then. So, but uh, yeah, about a gorilla that has escaped, um, as you do. Uh, quick look at the regions. Uh, Southern television had our show which i absolutely loved because it had susan tully there and she was about my age and i fancied her so there you go um we got Sail of the century enemy at the door which is also being repeated on uh, talking pictures at the moment clapperball warrior queen uh do, 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 sharp and in taken breath which was an early uh, david jason comedy uh robin's nest armchair thriller oh yes i lo- i was enjoying that very much to see the streets of san francisco um i'm just through a half eight so that was actually quite late for me but I'd, i do remember staying up for it um little house on the prairie the sullivan's uh which is an early australian soap i think this it is i think got a feeling the sullivan's sort of australian
2: yeah sullivan's um, it's uh not one I've ever really followed although it it was relatively new in 77 itself so they must have been showing it quite um almost in tandem over here although they might have been a year or so behind but
3: uh. yes and finally you'll be delighted to know that are on the front cover of the next issue (laughs) (laughs) which they often were with looking was very loyal to ABBA. Um, and I do remember I do remember. there's a pin up of Darth Vader at the, at the back doing the pointy thing. I like, know oh, you're with the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> uh, yes, that, I remember that very well. Mm. I, I seem to associate that with a trip, with presumably an Easter trip to the Doctor Who exhibition. Mm. So I remember taking that in the car, this issue in the car yeah. mm. um, with me to the Doctor Who exhibition, which was been my first trip for three years, which is the. Dist- coincidentally the distance between the 2 lookings i I've just reviewed yeah. so. Um, so there we go from March 78 thank
2: you very much um, next we'll, we'll we'll dip into some more of a future date. I've, obviously I've got a disc with some very early ones so we might go back to the
3: very early 70s next time that would be nice actually yeah because those are the ones I don't know about yeah. so okay, okay, okay. well um, thanks sir, Nick and uh, we'll
2: talk to you soon <laughs> bye bye for now bye bye the pond now Uh, yes it it was more of a a walk than I expected stupidly the way the train comes in it brings you out the side of the pond um, you know the right side Uh, but I I just hadn't as I say I think I just hadn't uh, gone down that exit for a long time and it it wasn't actually an exit onto that street it was uh, an underpass that took you back up to the other side and directed you to the official exit. I guess they want to steer people towards the uh, ticket uh, gates, but uh, anyway. Uh, But we're here now. Um, We may have some bits and pieces uh, over the rest of the episode. I'm not sure, a quiz or um, clips, or I'm not sure, we'll we'll see when I come to edit the episode, but uh, um, I do need to chat to all of uh, of the... uh, uh, the regulars, because they've all got things on their mind. I'm going to speak to Yeti uncle John first, because he's he's here. So uh, everyone's there's not actually enough seats for everyone to sit together. So, as I said before, it's one of those things where we all go out for a day trip and end up sitting uh, in different places because some of them are sat near the pond side, some of them are sat. Right Yeti uh, uncle John, um, I wanted a word. Oh, it's funny, I wanted a word as well. I just wanted to talk to you about this idea of yours to do an autobiography of the shy Life podcast. Now, are you actually going to do it as an autobiography of the show, or is it an autobiography about you? Well, well it's kind of both. I mean, I'm not sure until I start writing. Well, um, you just have to be careful, itty Uncle John. Hi. I mean, who am I to tell you... Uh, um, you know, if you're writing an autobiography then it's really none of my business except for the years that we've sort of spent a lot of time together because of the podcast the last five years or so yes, yes, well I just wasn't sure what you said during the Chatterbox episode I wasn't sure whether you were um, you know just doing a book about the podcast from what you said you made it sound very much like all of the success of the podcast was down to you and you alone. Well, uh, I, I, I might have uh, spoken out turn, but uh, just that the way I remember things are, uh, you know, is that uh, I, I was behind uh, a lot of, of uh, you know, w- w- why you ended up starting the show. Really? I'm not... Uh, I'm not 100% sure how you think that's the case. Well, I mentioned it to you. I said, oh, you want to do a podcast. I really don't remember you saying that yet, John. Um I, You know, I do have podcasting friends. Many of them have been part of the show, but uh, um, I, I spoke to Toppy for sure. Um, but I don't remember talking to you that much about it. No, no, it definitely happened. I uh, suggested the format... It's just that you should talk to lots of different guests, go outside, not not keep it to a set length. All these sorts of things. Uh, you suggested all that to me. Wow, I, I, I really had forgotten. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, matter of, uh, it's a matter of setting the story straight, I think. And I guess you have to decide whether you're going to be writing about all of your adventures Cause the Sharlife podcast, you know, only has only taken um, place over the last five years or so. You were never around when we were doing the um, well, you know, the Sutton Park days, but I know you were having, you know, you've had so many jobs, you've had so many, you know, you must have loads of stories to talk about. I do, Paul, of course I do, yes. So, I guess that's one way to go, but I imagine doing a book just about the Sharlife podcast. And, you know, um, you've been on a lot of episodes. Of course you have. You haven't been on every episode. But, well, you know, I'm not really bothered about those episodes. I'm just, uh, uh, you know, the the core episodes. Well, I don't think that's very fair, Yeti Uncle John. There's plenty of episodes you've not been on which have been very important or very, you know, uh, people have taken a lot of time to uh, contribute to them so I think if you decide that you're going to do um, well you know a a book about the the podcast then you need to address it you need to to show what a team effort it it has been yeah I don't really like teams I know you don't I know you don't but uh, just think in which case perhaps you should just do An autobiography, but I don't know whether there's a market for that. I think if I can uh, get it out there, you know, I think there'll be people who would be interested to hear my stories. You do, do you? I guess so. I guess so. You you probably do have stories. As you say, it's a matter of marketing. Yeah, well, you could talk about it on the show. You could interview me. I could. I could interview you, yes. Obviously, you want to support what you'd written but uh, if you say anything I don't mean to be it's not me trying to blackmail you but if you say bad things about any of us or make us look bad then we're less likely to want to uh, support you so you really need to decide um, what the tone of your book will be you know supportive or um, if it's uh, sort of scandalous Although goodness knows what scandal, oh, yeah, I don't know about scandal, but there have been a few. Well, yes, there have been a few scandals, um, what with with Damius and Bettina. But uh, I don't think you should be writing about them and digging all that up. Oh, but well, that's the fun part. That's the fun part. Itty, Uncle John, just think about what you're doing. Just please, please don't do anything that's going to upset anyone, will you? No, oh I, I I promise you I won't I won't I won't I won't'll I'll, I'll still at the planning stage. well I'm glad to hear it. Uh, anyway I've just got I've just got to go and speak to uh, some of the others so um, are you enjoying the picnic? Yeah, it's a bit muggy. Yes yes, it is a bit muggy, isn't it but uh, never mind. Uh, still better than being stuck indoors. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I could be getting on with my book. <laughs> you could, but it's good to have a break, I think. Yeah, I guess so, I guess so. All right, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you in a bit. Uh, uh, come on, listeners, let's uh, uh, head over here. Uh, who should we go and speak to? Martin. Let's go and speak to Martin. Martin, how are you doing? You enjoying your picnic?
4: I am, Paul, yes.
2: I am. You uh, didn't want to come and join me by the bench? (laughs) You're a bit isolated out over here.
4: Oh, yeah, but it's nice over here, nice and cool.
2: (laughs) You you seem to be busy on your phone.
4: I am, yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there's... I'm doing something.
2: Oh, doing something. Yes. Oh did did you ask um August to come?
4: I did. He's uh very busy with his painting today.
2: Oh, I did wonder. I thought he might come but
4: uh... No, he's very busy uh, finishing off.
2: Oh right. And uh and what what's your project?
4: Um I don't I don't know if I uh...
2: Hey, hey Martin, if it's private don't uh you have to tell me
4: yeah no i I don't, I don't see why i shouldn't tell you it's uh you know private yet <laughs> it's uh n- not not completely private
2: oh, okay uh so what's going on
4: um i don't know if you know but uh well I, I don't see why you should but i'm actually i'm actually adopted
2: okay okay no i don't think i don't think i that uh, I think we might have talked about our, our our parents at some point, but
4: well, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go into it in any depth then, of course, but uh, I've been recently trying to find out who my mother is. Oh,
2: okay, have you uh, had any leads?
4: Uh, no, well, not not that I can speak about.
2: Okay, and what about your father?
4: Uh i do, I do have do have uh, a bit of detail on him, but uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah it's a bit too soon to say
2: oh right uh, well it's exciting though exciting that you're uh, doing this and that you feel ready to look into it and uh, uh, do, do you know if they're still alive?
4: um Yeah, I think so. I think that's the way things are... You know, the the information I'm getting seems to suggest that they're they're still alive.
2: Oh, uh, okay, good, good. And you don't have any names?
4: No names, but uh, it would appear that... Well, it would appear that my mum and dad were married, but that um, my mum, uh, well, sort of left, left my dad... And uh, I ended up in a in a home, and well, uh, that's very vague. But that, that's sort of what I've heard.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that.
4: Yes, Paul. Yes. Um, it's. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that I'll find out some more definite information, maybe some names in the next few weeks or months.
2: Golly, Well, if you want to share with us. Um, please, please do, I mean, or if you want to share it with me but you don't want me to record it, then please do. I um, mean, we don't have to... Um, we don't have to talk about this on a public forum.
4: Oh, uh, I didn't know you were recording, Paul.
2: Oh, sorry, I I don't have to use this bit.
4: No, no, Paul, it's fine. It's fine. I don't see why the listeners shouldn't hear about this.
2: No, no, of course. Um, anyway, I let you... Um, I better let you continue, and um, uh, you know, enjoy the, the sunshine and and the picnic. And uh, yeah, I'm just, just going to go and uh, talk to to Cromarty, I think.
4: <laughs> All right,
2: Paul. Uh, thanks for listening. My, my, my pleasure.
1: Listeners, Cutler the Robot here again. Next up we have some chat and quizzes with Paul and Callum recorded on the 13th June 2021. See if you can get any of the right answers before Mr. Yeti gets in there. Not that he gets them all right. Kiki 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 enjoy exclamation.
6: My um, my book and my sweeties—they're all gone now. All the chocolate. <laughs> did, what, what did you do on your
2: birthday in the end?
6: So we did. did you go and I went out. Yeah, we went out for lunch. Because so I was upping and eyeing over it. So I thought, oh. um, obviously, you wear a mask, sort of, in from the door to the seat, and then. Um, but it was it was fine. We went to. Um, Wildwood it's one of those places in Park Street so and I thought we'll sit in rather than because if, you, when you, if you're out you've just got everyone walking past so you don't know if you've got a got wind or anything but the um, yeah we we've we got a table right by the window anyway so mum could sort of look out see people going up and down whatever but yeah that was fine um yeah, that was, yeah. We had lunch, I had like a chicken sandwich type thing, you know, a steak, chicken steak. Her mum had like risotto, which of course she doesn't really get, <laughs> so she wolfed that down. Oh my god! So we'll probably go there when because it's not that long for her birthday about a month's time. So I imagine we'll be, um, awesome. Dealy's getting up.
2: Well, did he come in? Come and speak to Callum. I told you. Come on, look. Yes. Come and speak to Callum.
6: Here he (laughs) comes. Beast. I know you're quite hot, but oh, they can't close the camera. Uh. Oh. Callum's
2: here, you can't hear
6: Has he been outside at all? <laughs> very briefly, but no, was very hot, then
2: he hurt his paws because it it's hot yeah. on the concrete. Go on, then.
6: There he goes.
2: <laughs> you can't see Callum
6: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can sense I'm, I'm around.
2: I was sitting at the table with him the other day. And my laptop was on, and the screensaver, whatever, the background with the Dee's face on. And he was staring at himself. I'm, I'm sure he was. Naughty cat. I met Harry, but I think that was, was that the day before I spoke to you last, wasn't
6: Yeah, we spoke about that. That was at the.
2: Oh, that was a while ago.
6: Cafe <coughs> well. in Surbiton, wasn't it? Yeah, The toilet. I know he's had his birthday. Yeah, since so I, I he's been posting the odd thing I saw.
2: Yeah, because last last weekend I went to have my optician's appointment, and then this weekend I picked it, I picked them up, and and there must have been a gap of a week or so between when I saw Harry and when I went to have my optician's.
6: Yeah. So when I was out early yesterday, I normally cut through a bit of the Main square, and I couldn't understand why there was like a queue of people because they were having to queue the rock box hadn't opened. You know, the rock box, if you see where it is these days, the rock box in the oh um, no, I've seen it, it all after you, after everything, but um, it's it's on the same side as boots basically, on the you know, Argos is on that kind of side, but they. Uh, we're instructing people to queue across on the other side. So it looked as if people were queuing um, for something on the other side of the um, that bit of the square. So I went and did my Sainsbury shopping, and I thought, I'll come back because I, what, I don't understand what people are queuing for. And then when I saw the record day thing over mm. the, the front of the shop, and I suppose they were about, they might have started, by the time I came out of Sainsbury's, they might have started, they might have opened by then. Mind yeah. you, that's know, before half eight. There were at least, I'd say, about 50 people queuing. And it said on their site that somebody was queuing before midnight and people would join the queue at 4am. <laughs> so I don't know how to obscure these, Records are that are on that because as I said when I went in there about 11 or whatever it was, you know, it was just like a normal everything, everything had obviously been scavenged. I mean, There's still stuff left, but I don't know what it was. Where you first of all, he thought Ballad Sebastian was there because they hadn't ticked it off, but um, no, it wasn't in the thing. So. Is, it, is it
2: what size? What size? Because. I thought anything in that shopping centre was a bigger size than what they used to have.
6: No, uh, so it's only like one unit size. So, you know, it's not as big as like Argos or Boots. But is it like a card shop size? Yeah. Uh,
2: that still feels a bit bigger than what they used to have.
6: Yeah, 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 yeah. That might be the first time I've actually, actually, I've actually been in it since it moved there.
2: I wonder if they have do they have much of that space behind this. Is it like for storage for behind the scenes stuff?
6: There mm. yeah, you go in, and you basically just got vinyl on the on the left, and uh, you walk forward a bit, and there's a till is in front of you to the right. Uh,
2: new things and trouble, hang the time to play stuff at the moment, so I'm not really buying I'm not looking for anything I've got a few things pre-ordered like I got the new Garbage album and another album
6: was hmm. one of the things on the list, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I got the new Crowded House album but I have got plenty from when I was buying I did buy an old Jack Jones album uh, which was Jack Jones Sings Bread My mum claimed that he that she had it but uh, I thought I would have
6: Not the theme from Bread Ooh, gotta yeah. get Got to get mm-hmm. a Band friend, um, really? I, thought I, I like. I
2: thought it was it was sanctioned by the band. Mm. And I mentioned to my mum, she was like, ah, "It's a wonderful album." That have never been on TV, so it can't be that well regarded. Mm. Um, are you still having quizzes, or is not? Because we're outside.
6: I can do. I've, I've I've brought everything in my little bag. Are you ready? <laughs> 1980s, which British singer had a only top 10 hit with Stop in 1989? Sam Brown. Yeah. In 1999, Britney Spears went to number one with what became the fastest selling debut single ever in Britain. What was the song? Baby One More Time. Bring me one more time. Yes, i on form, I think, today. <laughs> 21st Century, who duetted on the 2005 number one hit, Is This the Way to Amarillo? Peter Kay. Was it? Um, and? Of, uh, um, and? It was a, a duet. Was it, it Engelbert Humpertink? No, it was not. I think it's the person who sang it originally.
2: Yeah, I probably can't remember. Um.
6: Oh, dear. Tony Christie. Um. Mm-hmm. Complete the title of Ultravox's 1984 hit, Dancing with... Tears in my eyes. Yeah, so if you... Um, Slip up there. Initials, which 1997 song by Chumbawamba, it's probably the only Chumbawamba song you could name, has the initial T? Tub thumping. <laughs> yeah. And oldies, which group had their first top 10 hit with a cover of Tavares' 1975 song, It Only Takes a Minute? Take that. Take that. You got it. Let's see if you can do this card. You you slightly slipped. Eighties, the nineteen eighty four single. What difference does it make? It was the debut top twenty hit, which band? The Smiths. Yeah. Nineties. Which which group had their first top ten hit in nineteen ninety with Step On? Happy Mondays. Yes. Uh, 21st century. Which British band had hits like 2006's She Moves in Her Own Way and 2008's Always Where I Need to Be?
2: Can you say it again, please?
6: I thought you'd know that first song. Which British band had hits like 2006's She Moves in Her Own Way and 2008's Always Where I Need to Be? I mean, I've never heard of that the second one. Is it an indie band? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the, the Zootons or something. Uh, it's, it's, it's the Kooks. I don't know how much of a fan of the Kooks. She moves in her own way. Uh oh. 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 This next one is a bit similar, but not quite. The titles complete the title of Gold Fraps' first top 10 hit. From 2005. Ooh. La la. La la la. Yeah, see, I was was thinking that's a bit, you could have had the kooks. Ooh la. Which 1996 song by Underworld has the initials BS?
2: Born Slippery.
6: Born Slippery. Born Slippery. That's it. And oldies, which group took the BG's nineteen seventy-nine song Tragedy to number one in nineteen ninety-eight? Steps. Steps. I Give mean one more. The seventies.
2: I mean the nineties is pretty much as old as the... <laughs> it's
6: pretty old as well. Oh. <laughs> I think I'll get this. Eighties. Sex crime. <laughs> need need I even continue? 1984 in brackets was a hit for which duo in 1984? The year Rhythmics. Yeah. 1990. Who wrote Sinead O'Connor's 1990 number one hit, Nothing Compares to You? Yeah. She's been interviewed because she's got, I think, a a book that's coming out. 21st Century, That's Not My Name, was a number one hit in 2008 for which British duo? The Ding Ding. That's Not My Name. (laughs) Yeah. Titles, complete the title of the 1998 hit for Space and Keris Matthews, The Ballad of... Tom Jones, Tom Jones, Tom Jones. Tom Jones, Tom Jones. Initials, which 1992 song by Erasure has the initials Tango Alpha, Charlie, Oscar, Mike? T-A-C-O-M. Take a Chance on Me. Take a Chance on Me. And for the point, oldies, which song was a hit for... Maria Muldaur in 1974, and Brand New Heavies twenty years later. Oh, I don't know if you know this. Your Brand New Heavies knowledge? <laughs> um, no, I can't. I... It's uh, a <laughs> Midnight at the Oasis. Um.
2: Um. Comedy, how are you? Oh, Paul, I'm fine. Yes, I'm fine. Oh, just uh, enjoying the sun. Yes, I was just saying to the listeners that. Uh, uh, I don't know, this isn't quite what I imagined. I thought we'd all sort of hang out together, but we all seem to be sitting around different uh, sides of the, the pond. But, uh, oh, yes, well, I saw you talking to Martin and to uh, Yeti Uncle John. Uh, yes, yes, Martin, uh, Martin has some things going on. I, I, I can't say anything at the moment. Oh, he's okay, though. Yes, yes, he's fine it's just family stuff I'm sure it will resolve itself oh yes yes of course and I'm glad he's okay what about JT Uncle John oh well we're talking about his book Um, whether he's writing about himself or about the podcast and what he's going to say the tone of the book he's not going to tell the world all our secrets well I hope he doesn't but I guess a lot of our secrets have been on this podcast yes yes poor book you know. I don't I don't trust him. He is an unreliable narrator. He he is a bit, isn't he? An unreliable narrator. Um I also think uh also he tends to exaggerate what um, his contribution to this show is. So if he does that just for the show and then he writes about the rest of his life, then goodness knows. Hope oh, Paul Yes, yes. Comedy, can I ask you something? Of course, Paul, always. Are you okay? I'm fine, Paul, yes. Why do you ask? You just seem really sad recently. You seem really sad and you seem really down. Um, I don't know. Um, is, is something up? Are you not getting on with August or... No, no, Paul. I I love August. It's Dammius after all. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, so what's up? Well, you know. It's, uh... It's just things. Affairs of the heart. Yeah, Not yet, Uncle John. It's not all that business with the star. The naming of the stars. He didn't name the star after you, so you didn't name it after him. Oh no, Paul! That's that was just, you know, that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. The tip of the ice. So, so your sadness is about your uncle John. Kind of. i have been thinking about. You know, I I like him very much, but I don't think he'd ever like me, uh, in that way. And, you know, I I'm going for a, a confusing point in my life you know uh, I, I have I, I know your demon John is very fluid and that's that's how he describes it yes but uh, h- how do you see yourself I mean you've been married I mean it was a, a long time ago yes I was married to a vampire of course well yes but I don't think she was a vampire well anyway we don't need to get into this I was back in the Southern Park days, but uh, um, could it be that I am non-binary, Paul? Could be, could be, or bisexual, or, or I don't know. Just going, going through a change where you're just wanting to experiment. I don't, I don't think you need to put, um, I don't think you need to put a label on any of these things. Um, certainly not on the Shy Life podcast. Certainly not. Um, you know the shows that uh, we hang around with. Nobody expects you to make sort of uh, judgments or or to sort of pigeonhole you in any particular way. You you feel like what you feel about your Uncle John. I mean, I hate to say it about somebody who I'm related to, but you really could do better. <laughs> Poor Paul! Yes, you wouldn't be the first one who'd said that. Ike said that to me just the other day.
0: Crudy, I don't know. What is this with Eddie Uncle John? You really could do better. I I don't know why you think about him. Quite so much.
2: (laughs) It's what he said. Um, well, you know. uh, He's right. uh, But you can't help, you know, what the heart wants, the heart wants. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. I guess I like a naughty boy. Well, he's definitely that um cheeky um but uh, uh i don't know I don't know what to suggest. um what 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 signs are you getting from him? Are you getting any signs that uh you know he he did say some nice things about you at that uh, star naming ceremony yes he did he did yes, but uh well he does keep mentioning, you know, Tallulah, and uh, there, there have been various girls in his life. Um, yes, yes, but I mean, I I hate to say this as well, but when it comes to Tallulah, I think Etienne Uncle John is well. He likes her cooking. He likes anybody he'll cook. It just happens that a lot of people he knows who cook are ladies I don't know that there's anything anymore although I don't get a particularly I don't really know what vibe I get from Yeti Uncle Johnny he's very yeah he can be quite uh, macho and yet he can also be quite uh, sort of soft and you know he even says you know it's not like he just say that he is quite fluid in who he likes and he does mention that he has seen girls and guys so maybe he's bisexual too, and maybe you both are, or, or maybe he's not, or maybe I don't know. I mean, I can't really answer you this. You need to talk to him about it. Although I know you don't want to, you won't want to bring it to a, you know, a crescendo. Oh, Paul, I I can't talk to him about it. it. It feels you know, too strange. I don't want to spoil our friendship. So you end up having a complete crush on on him a bromance yes perhaps it is just a bromance maybe that is all it is yeah but didn't you have you know situations where you were like <laughs> I don't know going for having cuddles and things that seemed that sounded lovely that sounded really nice yes Paul I think you know, that, that's where uh I I really sort of felt for him. I think it was quite innocent, and yet, uh, particularly, you know, it was, it was quite quite wonderful. <laughs> oh dear, Cromarty, I'm I'm sorry you're going through all this. I'm sorry I can't be more helpful, but I can always be here to talk to you. You you must always talk to me, and. Uh, you, uh, you and Ike you're very good to talk to Paul but please don't say anything to him no no I, I'm i sure neither of us would n- neither of us would say anything to him I promise thank you Paul um, I, I need to go and speak to Ike uh, because I've spoken to everybody else and uh, um, it's a shame that uh, Bettina and uh, August can be here yes yes well you know they have other things to do. Yes, that's true. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to go and speak to... Here, uh, not you come with me? No, no, Paul, I'm happy here. It's nice. It's nice. All right, all right, with your show. Sure, yes, Paul, it's fine. Thank you for listening. No, it is my pleasure. Do
6: you want Chris quiz? Yeah, go on.
2: Let's have literature.
6: Literatura. I won't say any level of hardness. Who wrote A Fish Called Pythagoras? Who wrote A Fish Called Wanda? I'm
2: feeling these are all going to be... Uh, she a mixture. I can see the word Shakespeare more than once, which, I, which does not please me. Oh my god, I'm not doing this one. I'm not doing this one. It's just horrible. There's far too many Shakespeare. Well we'll do it. You might Take hate him. <laughs> question one. Our remedies oft in ourselves lie is a quote from which play, All's Well That Ends Well, Two
6: Gentlemen of Verona. As You Like It, or Hamlet? Well, I'll go for As You Like It. I can't think they'd give you a quote from the one of the first two,
2: because mm. no one's seen them. This is like the flipping Shakespeare There must be like half of these must be connected to Shakespeare. Um, question two, Widow Cat Appears in which Shakespeare play, All's Well That Ends Well, Coriolanus, Titus, Andronicus, or The Taming of the Shrew. The
6: Shrew. What? No, it's none of them. It's Romeo and Juliet, surely. I thought <laughs> it was Romeo and Juliet. No, Are there any others in Verona? Was two gentlemen of Verona in there. No. No?
2: That was the previous one. It's Widow Capulet, though maybe not Capulet. I thought it was just um, I should say, I've got any guess
6: at all. Aiming of the true
2: question three What is the name of the king of the fairies in a midsummer night's dream? Puck, oh, Thisbe, Bottom, or Oberon?
6: I was going to say Oberon uh, mm. before he uh, gave the options.
2: Yeah, Puck and Bottom. Bottom isn't a uh, king. For a start. <laughs> <laughs> this goes from the sublime to the ridiculous here. Yeah? Apparently this is literature. Question four. British MP Edwina Curry wrote the novel Chasing oh. What?
6: Chasing. <laughs> Chasing and hurdling, I'd go for. Chasing chickens. Question five. There are no options the, for that. Uh,
2: question five. The line... It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done. Is from which novel by Charles Dickens?
6: I was going to say that The Tale of Two Cities. I say. Mm-hmm.
2: Another one about Shakespeare. Question six. Shakespeare wrote a famous poem about Venus and Ares, Adonis, Ariel or Apollo.
6: Venus, Apollo sounds, fits better, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't
2: know. Question seven. Who wrote the 1885 novel King Solomon's Minds. Is that
6: Ryder? Oh, that was um, H. Hager. Ryder Haggard, yeah. yeah.
2: I couldn't quite remember which way round it his name was. Question eight, who became the youngest? What has this got to do with, with literature? Who became the youngest winner of FHM's Sexiest Women in the World <laughs> Award in 2006? FHM is not literature. Dily. Who would have been sexy in 2006? Caprice, or something like that, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, what about uh,
6: like J- J- uh, some of those people who are on BBC Two? Are they, what? Carol Vorderman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was thinking of, but I'm thinking, I think, I think I'm think i thinking more late 90s rather than 2006. Eunice um, Stubbs. <laughs> uh, um, Question nine, Nancy Astley and Kitty Butler are the main characters in which historical novel by Sarah Waters? No, I, I am, oh, She
6: does all the dirty ones, doesn't she? They're not that dirty.
2: <laughs> not that dirty. That's just the Daily Mail
6: thing. Tipping, tipping the Velvet.
2: Well, I've read some of her books and Toby's a big fan. And, I bet. Um, if he was here, he'd know. Uh, it could be Tipping the Velvet. I haven't read that one <sighs> Uh, question ten. Who is Proteus' father in *The Two Gentlemen of Verona*? Speed, Pathio, no, Pathino or Antonio, or Thurlow?
6: Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. EO. Uh,
2: trio for the one that isn't ending in O. Oh, speed. Yeah.
6: yeah. Um, oh, I see a butterfly.
0: Oh,
6: I can't Cabbage white. Um. No, you won't be able to see it. It's over in the. Question eleven: Isabella Bella.
2: Uh, question eleven: Isabella Bella Swan is the lead character in which series of vampire books? Must be Twilight, it? or something.
6: Yeah, it's got to be in it. Mm-hmm.
2: Question twelve: Situated in Piccadilly, what is the name of London's oldest bookshop? Piccadilly. In that case, it's not Smith. This must be the other one, Hatchards. Must be hatchards, because that's I've never heard of it. That's in Piccadilly.
6: Oh, is not Daunt Books
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, there is Hatchards. Or Waterstones. I think, I think Hatchards has been taken over by someone like Waterstones or Blackwells.
6: John Menzies. <laughs>
2: um NSS.
6: Um oh, yeah, yeah. Martin.
2: Martin. Um four boys. Um Question thirteen In a Winter's Tale, Leonte. Le- leontes is the king of rome sicilia bohemia or milan bohemia okay how many shakespeare questions we had this <laughs> the idea of literature is crazy the idea of literature is more is the idea of literature is it's all nonsense stupid. nonsense um Question 14. The Jode family are characters in which 1939
6: by John Steinbeck? Yeah. I think it's probably Grapes of Wrath.
2: Yeah. Only John Steinbeck, no, I No. Question 15. The One-Eyed Bagman is a storyteller in which novel by Charles Dickens?
6: Martin Chuzzlewit. I have no idea. Mm-hmm.
2: Question 16. Who wrote the 1870 novel... 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea.
6: Jules Verne. Uh,
2: Question 17. I am born. Whether I turn out to be the hero of my own life, whether that station will be held by anybody else, are the opening lines of which Charles Dickens' novel.
6: Must be... um, Twist, probably. um, Oliver Twist? Great expectations you're thinking
2: of? I I was thinking of that one That's that uh,
6: Barnaby Rudge.
2: No, that one that was made recently.
6: Mr. Edwin Drood.
2: No, the one that, um, what's his name? David
6: Copperfield.
2: David Copperfield. Yeah. I was thinking David Copperfield. But it could be, I think David Copperfield is very much, I think it's, it's more that sort of book. Um, where it's, Should we, we go for David Copperfield? Yeah, yeah. Question 18. Who wrote the novel The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Oh, we've got two two more questions, and 100% of them are Shakespeare questions. Yeah. Question 19. In Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing, who does Beatrice agree to marry in the end? Benedict. Well, unless she, Which, doesn't, unless she decides to marry somebody else, but it's all about Beatrice and Benedict.
6: I'll go for that then, because I don't know.
2: I mean, she might change her mind on some character that's never, only just popped up. But question 20 In which Shakespeare play does Christopher Sly appear? Richard II, Ooh. Titus Andronicus, Teeming of Athens, or The Taming of the Shrew? I mean, I don't even know anything about any of those Shakespeare plays.
6: No. <laughs> um, let's say the Taming mean, of you, the Shrew. Yeah, I mean, it sounds the most
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: likely one to take place in London.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Show answers. They're basically literature. (laughs) The literature is Shakespeare, um, Charles Dickens, and F.H.M. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, Our remedies often in ourselves lie, is a quote. Which one did we say? I remember which one we said. Oh, God, I can't
6: remember. We had a few quotes and a few characters. All's Well That
2: Ends Well. Uh, did we say All's Well That Ends
0: Well?
6: Um, yeah, we did. Um,
2: well, it was All's Well That Ends Well. But then, question two, Widow Capulet I can't remember which one we oh, said of that.
6: I think A um, Taming of the Shrew, I think.
2: Yeah, it's All's Well That Ends Well again.
6: Again? Oh yeah, God.
2: Well, hopefully, we said one of those two. What is the name of the king of the fairies? Um overall, overall. is my right answer. Um, uh, Edwina Curry's book is called Chasing Men. <laughs>
6: i didn't no, get that
2: one. Um, the line is a far, far better thing that I do. That was the territory cities, which I think.
6: Yeah, we said there. that. Yeah.
2: Venus. It was Venus and Adonis, not Apollo. But I would have. For um, King Solomon's Minds was written by H Ryder Haggard. Uh, that the the sexiest woman in the world in like, 2006. In was Kira Knightley, who's probably completely forgotten now. Um, Nancy Ashley and Kitty Butler were from t- t- were from Dipping the Velvet. So, um, Proteus's father was Antonio, we said Speed, but uh, only for a stupid reason. Isabella Bella Swan is the lead character in Twilight. The bookshop in Piccadilly is Hatchard's. Oh, well done. A Winter's Tale, Leontes is the king of Sicilia, not Bohemia. The Jode family are in The Grapes of Wrath. Got that right. Oh, the one I, no no, actually, no. Fine. No, nope. the one-eyed bagman is a character in the, the Pickwick Papers. Um, the eighteen seventy novel Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea is Jules Verne. I am born whether I turn out to be the hero of my own life. Blah 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 is the opening line from David Copperfield. Um, I just thought that Oliver Twist possibly wasn't written in the first. Oh,
6: film. done there. You did
2: say that. I felt that David Copperfield was like. I've also seen the film, and he was. He, his character was sort of talking a lot, um, sort of directly. Um, but then, who knows? Um, who wrote the novel The Adventures of Huckleby Finn? That was Mark Twain. In Shakespeare's Much To Do About Nothing, who does Beatrice agree to marry in the end? It's Benedict. Hey, got that one right. Hey. From the ones we did. Do you for, know you. If- well, I know that one because we either did the DOA yeah. level. I can't remember which which way round it was now. But um, in which Shakespeare play does Christopher Sly appear? It was *Taming of the Shrew*. That was a very good game. Yeah. I think we did better than we probably deserved. Got we most did. of them. Probably. Well, I can't remember if we said it was well that ends well for one of those first two questions. But we can give ourselves. I think we.
6: I think we did. will see it back in the um, yeah when I edit it. But, review. Um, but. Yeah, so I think we can say we got one out of those two. I don't think we got both of them. We didn't
2: say the same one twice. Um we got Ober on Wright, we got Tale of Two Cities, we got H. Rider Haggard, we got Tipping the Velvet, we got Twilight, we got Hatchard, we got Grapes of Wrath. we've got Jules Verne, we've got David Copperfield, we got Mark Twain, we got Benedict, and we got the Taming of the Shrew. So we actually got thirteen out of twenty. Well, you know. I think we In a a more fairly balanced literature quiz where it wasn't 70% Shakespeare, we we might, you know, we did pretty well on all the questions that weren't, that were were, other than FHM. (laughs) Ridiculous.
6: Is that still going, FHM? I don't think so. I don't know. Loaded, they got rid of that, didn't they? Yeah, I thought so. They want to get loaded.
2: ick how are you doing
0: it's a bit hot, for me Paul
2: is it yeah we don't have to stay much longer Uh, I'm not sure everyone seems to be doing their own thing we can all sort of go back I mean I think you're right it's quite muggy
0: yes Paul yes Uh, maybe we can get the next train
2: yeah we 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 could get the the next train I don't think there's one for half an hour but it's going to take us ten minutes or so to walk back to the station yes Paul Oh, you, you do? Yes. <laughs> well, seems to be a day for it.
0: Oh, yes. You've been talking to everybody.
2: I have, yes.
0: Uh, hey, sorry, talking to Clarity.
2: I did. He's he's a bit sad. I think you know what that's about.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, dear. He's too good for him.
2: Uh, yes, he's it, it too good for your temple, John. Yes, Paul. Um, so, so what's your, your news <laughs> Come on! I don't think um, I don't think that uh, anything can surprise me these days. I've uh, I've heard everything this afternoon, and um, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm I'm quite willing to listen. I'm sure I'm sure it's uh, not going to surprise me.
0: <laughs>
2: Come on, Nick I, I'm an open-minded chap. What is it you want to say, the listeners are. are You know, they're open minded too, they they won't be shocked.
0: Okay, Paul. Okay, listeners. I have some news. Um well uh I don't know how to say it.
2: Just say it. Please, just say it.
0: Okay, Paul. Um uh um Paul, I'm pregnant. You what? I'm pregnant, Paul. I'm I'm pregnant. Pregnant! Pregnant I tell you.
1: Hell. Hello again, listeners. It's me, Cuthbert the Robot. Glotus. I'm quite surprised about it, Snooze. Maybe we we'll would learn more in a while. Next up, however, we have one last clip for you. This episode as Paul and Harry discuss some vague, surprising stories from their own lives. It's all go today. to enjoy exclamation!
2: If you had to look back to say the eighties, don't really count because we were too young. We were at school. We didn't have much. But I was going to say, out of all, we'll, we'll include the of all the decades you've been in: seventies, eighties, nineties, noughties, tens, and twenties. The twenties aren't much to write home about. Uh, which 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 is the um, decade that you are most fondly? Uh, um, yeah. what do you think about yeah?
7: Oh, I would say um easily it would be the nineties because the nineties was when I just suddenly woke up to music. I can't quite when did you give me
2: that Shakespeare Sister tape? Was that right at the beginning of the nineties or just before? Whenever the whenever uh, presumably I don't think I I don't think I bought their first album until I liked their second um single. Well, no until they released um, Goodbye a World yeah that's the first single um, so I think
7: that brings us back to probably 1991 92 yeah. something like that yeah. so yeah. yeah I got the, the mixtape and then suddenly um, I'm I'm switched on to music and it wasn't actually just um, Chase Your Sister which was great but you put lots of other um, uh, songs on the tape for me and I also got very 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 switched on to Britpop yeah. so I was very much into um, Pulp mm. and blur and then a little bit oasis mm. um, so I got so I'd say that you know it's one of those sorts of things that, that um, if you if you don't if you didn't if you'd never had the experience or whatever or never got switched onto it you didn't know what you were missing but then suddenly I, I found out what I was missing um, yeah, I think and so that was a big thing for me and uh, and then of course going going to university and, and and um having huge amounts of gay sex Yeah, yeah.
2: Well the nineties the nineties were, were I'm just wondering bits bits are gonna get edited out. <laughs> no that was the, bit, the
7: bit about Graham Linden, I certainly will will go. <laughs> yeah. because You can quite easily get rid of the <laughs> yeah. Graham Linden bit. <laughs> um Although the, I made it more difficult now. This will go as well now. <laughs>
2: really? <laughs> uh, so the 90s were very good for me, because um, Sutton Park was made mostly done in the 90s. But I, my actual favourite decade is the noughties, mm. because I had more money. Yeah. Uh, I was main, most of the time, I, for 75% of it, I was in my 30s, so I had more money. I started dating people, which yes. I hadn't really done in the nineties. So more gay sex, more gay sex, um, and no, no, that's staying. <laughs> uh, listeners, we've been talking about a few other subjects, and I've cut some bits out, but I'm not cutting that bit out. Um, and also, um, there was that era because in the nineties, when I went clubbing with Callum, that was it was fun going. It, to, it was fun going. You, you did it with me. me. Well, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. This is what I was going to say. Well, when oh, yeah. I did it in the nineties, I, w- I was doing it with Callum, and it was local, and the music wasn't that great. Yeah. When you and I were doing it in the noughties in London, we were going to places where we could dance to pop, Oasis or, or or pop, yes. or, uh, and also got to the stage where we'd bring other people who like. I, I, I can't remember if Nick. How did came that work then? Because camp- I wasn't I in Oxford, and then we we take not the, by the naughty, Not by the noughties. Not by the well, noughties. Oh. Well, no, you're right. Are you? Well, yes. that might well, be in London may, by 2000. Yeah, maybe the first time. Right. Maybe the first times we did Pop Stars in 99. I remember using did, the cheap with you. So sure. yeah, we did. We did do it the first few times we went out in London, but mainly it was the Naughties that we were doing that. And it was Pop Stars and Wig out, Yeah. Or? Those, yeah. Um, yeah. and Mainly those, three. and um, and then. As time went on, I started doing my book launches, and we'd always have we'd go. I I'd go to um, Ursus and and oh, right. uh, Vauxhall Tavern. Did you ever go to both, or not? I might have gone with you if you took me. Yeah. Um, hey, we did that. We went that? to some weird place in. Um, do, you remember, do you remember that there was that? I think it was the time when. Um, Claremont,
7: Road. Claremont Road. We don't live around here, so I don't. No, we no sorry. Yes, yeah. that was the right answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Um, we went to that. We went to. We, that, we, in the, we, went to, we to just, be, we've school school just been asked. We just been asked for some directions. No, we don't have to cut her out. Oh, we see. Can cut, you can keep her in, but, but not she doesn't, Graham doesn't have controversy. Graham
7: has to stay. We're in, not having a conversation about
2: Graham in this episode. Okay. Uh, we can do a separate further. episode if you want. All oh, right. Okay. Do a separate okay, controversial okay. episode. Okay. Um, We'd make a good episode. We could do things that are controversial, cool. or okay, do we so agree so with him? I'll keep this bit in. But, um, what were you saying before? About when, Nazis when, when, and pop well, stars? yeah, when we were, when we would. Um, we went, I remember, we went to this club that was yeah. under the arches, in Vauxhall. Was, do you remember that? Oh, time? Yeah. That might have been. It, it was um, the time when I, I, I'd had a falling out, which wasn't my fault, with some f- online friends, and Luke was there, and and I think you, me, and Luke went to this club. I'm sure that must have
7: been uh I might be wrong actually, but um, that was the t- there was so
2: many That was the time up. when I met that weird guy, Phil. It
7: must have cocaine been Cocaine Phil. Yeah, cocaine Phil.
2: Um, that's a long no, that's a story for another time.
7: I don't know if we called him Cocaine Phil. I think
2: no, we probably didn't. Did we Dodgy
7: wasn't it? Dodgy, Dodgy Phil. Phil. Yeah, he was, was it
2: there was something. He like did he, he didn't but well, he didn't unearth he was very good looking. He didn't reveal the fact that he, he uh took cocaine that first time he was perfectly normal it was when it was when um, we, I met up for him around Valentine's and he spent all the money he had on cocaine and then I and then anyway this, i us have to cut this bit out but he, <laughs> oh that's a
7: shame because that's quite I mean he's um, he was I, what I would say is that he was very very good looking and actually he was quite funny he was quite um, interesting person yeah he was but it's just that he was a oh druggy Phil Druggy Phil not yeah. dodgy Phil Druggy Phil yeah, yeah. Well, that was the time uh, time where... I bet that was Bulk, because I suspect he was a chubby chaser, (coughs) and that's why he went for
2: you. He drove me home that first... Oh, lovely. And and then um, uh, we met... met, Do you remember... Well, that's the time I nearly died, the next time. But he came down for Valentine's, and we all went and had a meal in... um, it, uh, balance in Old Contemption Street. God, you remember me so much better. No, yeah. It was not for a lot of things, but um, yeah. well, I only remember because I died this time. When um, we had fish and chip we had fish and chips, and I got a fish bone stuck down my throat. That sounds fair, But yeah. I didn't tell anyone. I just said just going to do the loo and 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 if things had gone badly maybe I would have passed out and died um, but luckily I kind of burped and it popped out but, uh, <laughs> but it, I did kind of think afterwards probably I shouldn't have said I, should, I shouldn't I should have been polite and just excused myself I probably should have said oh I think I've got a bone stuck but then who wants to have the home lip remover in front of the whole of the restaurant well absolutely so. you were one burp from death one burp <laughs> <laughs> one burp from death that's the title of my uh, autobiography <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I, I really
7: like Balance, um, and unfortunately, they've um, sure, I've been back. <laughs> they, they they they've changed it all round. It became mm. Balance Clubhouse. They might even have closed down. But I think it's now Balance Clubhouse, and the menu is just really not where it was. Mm. The whole ambiance is just completely um, different. Um, it was sort it. of.
2: It was a sort of... I don't think I ever went in the evening. I always went lunchtime. It was sort of a brunch crowd when we used to go into... The- I, I really, really, um... Oh, that's really right. The other thing about uh, that time I nearly... The, the one burp from death thing was that um, I went down to up a fishbone and whilst I was down there, druggy Phil, who the night before we'd gone to a bar, just he and I, and he vanished around the back, and I wasn't quite sure what he was doing. Uh, yeah. And he got gone and bought some cocaine. No. Um, but it just looked like washing up ta- t- tablets. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. The thing is, it was at the time when I, I didn't have much money at the end of the month. Right. But I, actually, that was the 14th. I don't know why I didn't have much money. But I didn't have much money. Um, or I had budgeted for that weekend. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I was very... Uh, because it's not my scene at all, but rather yeah. than get than flip out i i sort of said well that's that's fine um the only thing i'll say is that i i don't think he hadn't he had for whatever reason he only had a certain amount of money and he spent most of it on drugs and i i um i just said well okay so we i did have a hundred pound now we, we have got fifty pound. We have got fifty pound each or whatever, so we, we have to live within that because I can't yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. get any more money. No. <coughs> so I was very calm about it and just said, so so we so we, we were able, obviously still to go to balance, but I was paying rather than him paying as well. Oh right. Wow, yeah. But anyway, so it I was went pretty expensive. Yeah. No, yeah. I went down to cough up a fishbone, yes. and um, meanwhile uh, he was telling the whole table, which was you and Steve from Oxford and and um, yes. people like that. Um, and I came up and he just told them that oh how good I was that I bailed you out because he'd spent all his money on cocaine which obviously none of us were drug- into drugs not even weed um, yeah. at the time and uh, I so it wasn't the sort of conversation that you you had with this group of people, but he didn't know us. No,
7: exactly. He didn't know you. And I remember actually there, there was one occasion when he was going to do it on, in your home, and you said, "No, I'm not going to have it." Yeah, well, home.
2: I don't think I. I the, only other, the only other time I saw him was at, at, in, in a in a, a uh, an adult swimming area, being, being um being molested by a load of uh, uh, old men. old men, but. Uh, an um, elderly gentleman. So, um, and I take, uh, and I still had his phone. This was a few months later, and I still had his phone number. And I texted and said, "Nice to see you having fun," because <laughs> he owed me. He because he, at the time that weekend, he'd said that he was going to, um, he was going to um, pay me back for the money, but oh, really? that never happened. Because no, I never saw him again. Um, so I took that as my fifty pounds. Right. Um, sort of, um, well, that, seeing, seeing him in that situation made me think <laughs> that that's the payment Yeah. yeah.
7: No, I, to be honest, I mean, I, it was only a very brief, brief set of interactions with Druggy Phil, but I've got to say, he was sorry, but he was very, very good looking, and he was just really interesting and quite bright. And it's such a shame that he was know. on
2: drugs. I don't. Well, it's such a shame. I don't really know what happened to him. I would have had a car; I could have driven you around <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, on the surface he seemed quite so, nice. Spot. Yeah. Because generally I've had, generally I've had long term. I must have been around the time I was thirty because it was around that time I, I sort of. I had some had boy I had some boyfriends, uh, but they did, I tended to go from one to another. But there was a period when I was around thirty that I, I had sort of. Friends with benefits, or yes. or I had um, yes. like like I I you were a slut. you were a slut. Well, but yeah. yes, but but I knew that I knew I I was kind of hoping that one of those people would turn into a, a boyfriend, and it didn't really happen. So, oh. But uh, so, so yes, the naughties was was fun because I was doing What's doing I was doing lots of things and had some had more money and. Um, also, the noughties was also very good because um, I was travelling over... Because in the 90s, when it was my birthday, I used to go away, usually in the UK. Uh, like, yes. went to Hastings to see friends or went to so But then, when I went to America in 2000, uh, I went to New York and I went to Vegas with Nick. And that sort of, oh, after you. that, that kicked me off into overseas holidays so all of my overseas travelling most of the majority of my overseas travelling I didn't I did do some in the tens but some of the best ones were in the noughties uh, and when I went out with Neff uh, Dr Neff Charlie Ger's friend um, yes. we we were going to a stage where we would go away, we, we, would, we were we were at the stage where we'd go away at uh, weekends even we go to like we went to like Stockholm for the weekend or we went to um, I think we were in Stockholm for like 36 hours uh, wow. or something but um or, or we, we, yeah, we. Had, I mean, it was Neff who got me into going to Venice, which started off my affair with Venice. Mm. So I have a lot to thank him for his our trips. And uh, uh, so, yeah, I just did a lot of trip, travel. Um, and, and so yeah, as a whole, um, my job was relatively. I was pretty much in the same job for most of the naughties. Um, at least, like my boss. I think it's, oh, getting, it's getting switched on to
7: these new experiences that maybe you didn't have in your twenties, yeah. and I, I didn't have in my twenties. And then suddenly, you're getting all of these. So you know, it might be for me. It was like music, and 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 um, having boyfriends or whatever. Similarly for you, having boyfriends, but also travelling and,
2: and but, so on. But um, also, I've been into music, and also. Yeah, I mean the late 80s was good because I kind of uh, Doctor Who led to meeting new people when I had all my pen mm-hmm. friends. But well, I, I used to sit in lessons in sixth year, writing to my pen friends. When, when uh, Mr. Uh, yeah. Mr. Higson, the uh, uh, yeah. history teacher, was I just talking about nothing.
7: There were probably good, good little good bits of good and bad in each decade, but I think probably the eight, the 80s were the the, the toughest. Um, one of the lot but yeah. and it seems to have got a little bit easier each time because you get a little bit more money earning and you're, mm. you get a little bit more free I
2: don't know I wasn't I had I, I had lots of hiccups in the in the tens so they weren't so good but obviously the the podcast was one of those good things think, of but uh, um, anyway well, um, I hope we have many more years of doing the podcast. I mean, you only have to do it sometimes. I'm doing it. All the t- <laughs> I'm doing it all the fucking time. <laughs>
7: think- and having to out all the Graham linen,
2: yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so. But obviously, if I if I didn't like doing it, then I I wouldn't be doing it. No. I love you, listeners. Well, I'd be I'd be doing it if you weren't here. To be honest, I, I, love, I love I love you, Paul. Oh, I love you, Harry. Um, and, uh, so see, we can actually. still do we can still do our, our acting. It's like that park (laughs) all over here. Our listeners, uh, that's about all we've got time for. Um, gosh, yes, we have. Uh, uh, we did uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm a bit speechless. I said I wouldn't be speechless, and yet I am speechless. Not about uh, Cromarty and his bromance, not about Idianko John and his biography or autobiography, whatever, um, not uh, Martin and looking for his. Uh, real parents uh, but uh, yeah ick pregnant I didn't see that coming I really didn't I don't even know how it happened I don't even know how it happens with with um, ick uh, yeah well anyway I'm sure we'll find all about that it's not happening today the, the, um, it's it's so difficult to it doesn't doesn't look pregnant in the way that we would recognise but I don't know how there's so many questions so many questions and i'm sure we'll answer them eventually uh anyway anyway listeners thank you for being here i hope you enjoyed this episode and um not only our chats but uh the the extra material that was edited in along the way and uh, we've got plenty of episodes in the can so we'll, we'll be back in soon so you take care and yeah all right uh wow ick pregnant Gosh, (laughs) anyway, okay, right, Right. bye-bye for now, bye-bye. Are you okay? What? Oh yes, I'm fine. Sorry, I was just doing the uh, end of the episode uh, goodbye thing. Yes, Paul, but you look very, you look very distracted. I, I am quite distracted. Yes. Uh, you you uh, you talk to all of us this episode, and yet we did not talk to you. Is there anything you need to speak about? I th- no, I, I I don't think I've got any. Well. I mean, there's something I've I've learned today that I, I'm i not sure I can share with you. Oh, okay. Is it something your Uncle John said to you? No, it's nothing to do with, with Yeti Uncle John. It's nothing to do with you and him or anything. Oh, okay. What's going on, Paul? What's wrong with him? Uh, I, I think he's a little bit... Maybe he got a little bit of sun. I did get a little bit of sun. Yes, but uh, all this listening to people's uh well problems it oh uh, sometimes you can only take so much in. yeah, well, uh I'll uh, note that down for my book. <laughs> please, uh did, did you have to? Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be making notes, I tell you. <sighs> I bet you are.
4: uh, what's up, Paul? You look
2: a bit weird. Oh, it's nothing. I I, I just, you know, I was just talking to... Uh, the others were saying the same, and uh, I I, don't, I can't say anything. Yes, you can, Paul. What? Ick? What, what's going on? It's just to do with Ick? Oh, what's going on, Ick? Paul is confused. Uh
4: yeah. What, what's happened, Ick? Oh dear, oh dear.
0: I wasn't going to tell everybody, but um, I think Paul has been taken aback. So I might as well tell you all.
2: All right, but well, what, what's going on?
0: It's, it's nothing. I'm pregnant, that's all. Pregnant. Oh my
2: goodness. Eek, congratulations. And, uh, thanks. Uh, well, yeah, c- congratulations. Ah, uh, yeah. Ha, 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 wonderful. Yes, it, it, it is wonderful. I just want to know more about what happened, how it happens,
0: what what what, what you need us to do. Oh dear, oh dear, uh, here comes the music. I'll explain it a minute. Oh yes,
2: please. I think perhaps you should. Oh dear,
0: I've got to go now. I know, I know. Bye. Goodbye. 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 This show is part of the Pride Forty Eight Network. Find more shows over at Pride Forty Eight. Oh,
6: dear. (laughs) What's going on
1: now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You
5: have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice.
0: Unique voices in podcasting.
5: Univarsepods.net Hi, I'm Isaac. And I'm Declan. And together we're here to tell you about a brand new podcast from Shame City called Big Bad Books. Coming soon to some ears near you. As to underpaid and and unfulfilled English Lit graduates, we've been noticing a worrying trend. Super worrying. Yeah, in, in the amount of... Just very bad writing, which has been allowed through our front doors... Onto our bookshelves... And and into our hearts and minds... And my Kindle. Oh, sucks. No. So we decided it was about time that someone took a stand and called this stuff out. So every other week, we'll be reading a chapter of one of the very worst books available to people right now. And then tearing it to pieces, metaphorically. And physically. Possibly. Burning them. But not without maybe, just maybe, learning a couple of lessons and making a few friends along the way. Our first season is on a real classic of the genre. It's going to be Ernest Cline's Ready Player Two. Episodes will be out every other Sunday and they're available in literally everywhere you can get podcasts. And you can always head to shame.city slash books if you get lost. <laughs> That's right, Declan. Uh, anyway, like we always say on Big Bad Books... If you can't read them, them. Read, join read them. them. No. Big Bad Books. We, we read, read them so you don't have to.
6: Have
0: to. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, guys. You can ask me a question. What do you need to know?
2: Well, uh, I guess I wanted to know, uh, well, when did it happen? How long have you known? Who is the father? Uh, or, uh, you know,
0: uh... Oh he's fine. It doesn't work like that on our planet. Uh, but I've only just found out. But, uh, no, you, we don't have, uh, babies in quite the same way. We don't have two partners, it just happens, you know, when you get to a certain age.
2: Oh, right, yes.
0: Do you remember when Nick Goodman was talking about how he thought people gave birth when he was a a child? It just happens at a certain time.
2: Yes, yes, I I remember that.
0: Yes, well, on our planet, that is how it happens.
2: Oh, right, but... But you're not on your planet.
0: No, yeah, but I have up in space, and... Well... Uh, it's a... Uh, it, it's, it's a shock to me as well. Oh, right. Uh,
2: I, I see. So, uh, When you say it's a shock to you... uh, I, I don't understand.
0: Well, you know... When I first arrived on Earth... It was probably around the time that... That change usually happens. But, uh, I... I thought the journey on Earth maybe had stopped it happening.
2: Oh, okay, but it hasn't. It's just slowed things down.
0: Yes. So, um, I will be having having a baby, or something.
2: Or something.
0: Ha-
2: I don't don't want to be disrespectful, but would it just be one, or many, or 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 what? Um,
0: I need to find out.
2: Oh, you need to find out? You mean there's some debate over over, uh, what the end product might be?
0: Yes, Paul. Yes, definitely.
2: And how long will it happen? Uh, it's not going to happen by the end of the episode.
0: No, you can go down, not that quickly. Uh,
2: well, I, I'm bad. I'm sure we all have a lot more questions. But uh, uh, I guess what we really want to ask is, is there anything we can do?
0: Oh, well, a cup of tea might be nice.
2: All right, a cup of tea. I'll put the kettle on. Oh, I'll go and get the biscuits. You can still eat biscuits, uh, Ike. Oh,
4: yes, definitely. Uh, And I'll uh, uh, I'll sit here and pat you gently on the shoulder, uh, reassuringly, supportively. Oh, thank you, Martin. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Right, well, uh, one way or another... We're here to help you. We'll we'll do whatever you need us to. And uh, gosh, <laughs> a Charlotte podcast baby could be babies,
0: Paul. I'll uh, have to find
2: out. Gosh, babies. Uh, anyway, listeners, that's what we've got time for. Gosh, uh, I'm going to be a dad. Well, not 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 me, but well, kind of. An uncle, Paul. An uncle, yes. Um, we're all going to be uncles and stuff. Uh, can we tell August Evans and Bettina? Can we tell everybody?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Tell everybody. Oh gosh. Oh dear. <laughs> kind of exciting.
2: It is a bit, yes. Uh, it is a bit. A little bit nerve-wracking too. But yeah, exciting, exciting.
6: <laughs>
2: oh dear. <laughs> if that
0: slime ball alien it lays a slimy tentacle on me i'm gonna i'm gonna have a fit that's what yeah
3: hey hey you want you want to know something really paul uh uh, the 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 shy he's really quite a a musicologist no really boy i hope nick goodman is
0: on this episode
2: Anyway we are running out of time and uh, I hope that uh, you'll join us again soon and just remember next time you go out for a picnic don't expect it to be restful or relaxing, Uh, you never know what you might find.
0: Four hundred
2: and four hundred six. Four hundred and four six. Okey, okey. Alright, I'll speak to speak to you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. You Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good boy. Bye.